callers and not necessarily those of this station, its staff, management, or sponsors. Amp2.tv presents Tell Us Your Business, where you're invited on the air to tell us what makes your business stand out in the community. It's important we hear from you to tell us all we need to know about what you do best. Tell Us Your Business uses the latest radio and television production systems, and all shows can be seen on Amp2.tv. If you have a question for our guest, call 888-565-1470. Now, let's get ready as our guest hits the airways and informs us about what we need to know on Tell Us Your Business. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tell Us Your Biz. I'm your host, Rama Phillips, and this is our Lynn University segment hour. Um, as you may guess, I am a Lynn University student. I am a senior, and I will be graduating in two weeks. I can't believe the time is already coming to an end. I remember I transferred to Lynn about last year in 2020, right at kind of in the midst of the COVID pandemic, and it was a little bit crazy being able having to deal with online schooling as well as having to deal with in-person schooling, kind of managing that. Um, I was a track athlete at Lynn University. Um, I ran there for about a year and a half. In total, I was a track athlete for about eight years, and it was just a wonderful experience. Um, it's, it takes so much dedication and so much hard work to be a student athlete in particular. In particular. Um, Lynn University is such an amazing school. I definitely enjoy my time at the school. Um, I've learned so much. The faculty there is absolutely amazing, and they are actually the reason why I ended up here today um, on the radio station. I remember it was about a week ago, and they had a career fair there. Um, they have a bunch of career fairs. I'm pretty sure that this was the last one. And there I met Freddie and Don, and I was taking the pictures for the event because I work as an event photographer as well. And I ran into them and they started talking to me. They were like, we saw you walking around and all these other things. And they invited me to the studio. And at first I was a little bit uncertain because I didn't do my research yet. I didn't really know what I was walking into. But I would say it was such a great experience walking into that studio Friday morning and having all the pictures hanging up, having people just welcoming you in. It was just a wonderful experience. I've never done anything in my life. I walked in and they just handed me a mic and it was a little bit scary at first I'm like what am I gonna say like this is so weird even right now um it's I've never really done this before but I would say learning how to be comfortable um while being uncomfortable is such a valuable experience and leading into that I would like to talk about a little bit about being a certified personal trainer um, I work as a certified personal trainer. I'm a NASM certified personal trainer, and I work in the Boca Raton area. I train clients at the Boca Raton Resort, as well as John Yeo's Gymnasium, which is located in Boca Raton as well. I absolutely love my job, being able to help, being able to guide people on their fitness journey. It's something that I really love to do, and I never really thought I would get the opportunity to do it, especially at this level and especially at my age as well. Um, being a personal trainer, a lot of people think that you just show up to the gym and you start training people, you give them certain workouts to do, and then magically they get these perfect bodies and these perfect results. But in reality, that's not really the case. Being a personal trainer, you have the training aspect of it, but you also have the personal aspect of it. Um, I am this person's like lifeline, basically. They call me, they text me in order for me to help them and give them the best results possible because I may see them two days a week, but I'm giving them a workout plan for five days a week. Um, I'm reviewing what they eat for that day to make sure that they're getting the nutrients that they need. All these little things that play into being a personal trainer. And it can be tough. It's hard work. Like your day does not end at 5 p.m. when you leave the gym. Your day ends, well, actually, it doesn't really end. You're up doing work. You're up contacting clients. You're up doing all those things because you want to truly help people. And being a personal trainer, it takes more than just a love for working out. Because, you know, going from track and field to being a licensed personal trainer was definitely a big move. I remember I stopped track in October because I really wanted to pursue this dream. And I didn't really know too much of this industry, but luckily I had some great people that 
cared for me and trusted in me and saw my potential and just allow just those few people that saw my potential allowed me to get to the point where I am now and there's so much there's still room for growth um the test itself was a bit difficult but we were able to get through it and I would say it was probably one of the best decisions that I ever take and so while uh, the reason why I mentioned that, because being a track athlete for so long, I fell in love with working out, the process of working out, the process of bettering yourself, because it is hard work. You put your body under so much stress as an athlete. Day after day, you are running to the point of exhaustion, putting your muscles to the point of exhaustion. And it's tough. And some days you want to just lay in bed and don't want to wake up for practice, but you have to. And I think it was that discipline and I think it was that motivation that really guided me towards wanting to be a, a licensed personal trainer. And it was, you know, a little bit scary at first. I didn't really know what I was doing. Just like now, I, I've never done this before. And I remember when I first started, when I was with my first client, I was so nervous. But once you start talking to them, once you start doing your thing, all those nerves just go away. I remember starting this show, I was, you know, a little bit anxious, but now it's just it's just flowing and it's the same way while being a personal trainer. Once you get the hang of things, everything just flows right right the way that they're supposed to. And with that, I found the love of being able to help people. Um, because fitness is something that is important to all of our lives. Being healthy is important to all of our lives. And sometimes we may not have the tools, sometimes we may not have the knowledge in order to get ourselves to that point. That's why as a personal trainer, these people are putting their trust in you. They are trusting you to get them to, uh, to the point where they wanna be. They're trusting you to help them reach their goals. And that is something that is truly very precious. So as a personal trainer, I like to put myself in my client's shoes to really understand how important this is to them because this may just be another hour of work for you but for them this could be a life life-changing thing that they're you know trusting you in the process in order to get through um, in the gym when you're making programs you have to make programs for months and months in advance it can't just be one workout and it's done because if you just do random workouts every day people are not going to see that the results that they want and then you know you're not going to get any business as well and you know when people put their trust in you you don't want them to get injured that's why it's very important to be licensed as well because even though as an athlete, I had a lot of knowledge. I only had knowledge on how to train athletes. I only had knowledge on how, what it was like to be trained as an athlete. And when I went for my testing and things like that, I was able to understand so much more of the anatomy, the nutrition, everything that goes into being a personal trainer. And um, I'm very blessed to live in South Florida where there's a culture for fitness, where there's a culture for this active lifestyle. Um, so originally I come from Connecticut. I was born and raised in Connecticut. I lived in New London, Connecticut. I lived in New Haven, Connecticut, right by Yale. Um, great school, by the way. I went to Southern Connecticut State University. And being a personal trainer was never on my mind when I lived in Connecticut. Initially, I went to school for journalism, then I switched my major to communication, and now I'm doing um, communication strategies here at Lynn University. But up there, that was never really in my job prospect because there's not a culture, there is not an environment for personal trainers up there. It's kind of just something that high schools or colleges have in order to get their athletes back in shape. But down here, down here in South Florida, there is such an active culture. There's an active lifestyle. And it's just something that I'm so happy to be, to be part of this community, community, to be a part of this industry. Because the joy on the people's faces when they reach their goals, when they put on the muscles that they want to, when they cut back the weight that they want to, is so unbelievably rewarding. Because again, as I said before, I like to put myself in people's shoes. I want to feel what they're feeling so I can better help them reach their goals. Because I know, especially as an athlete, when you reach those milestones, when you reach those goals that you've been striving for for so long that you put in so much hard work towards, it's momentous. And from there, you just want to keep on going. You just want to keep on getting stronger and faster. And for many people, personal trainers help them become more functional in their day-to-day -day lives. Because I've realized working in this industry, I don't work with a lot of athletes every day. I might get a 
few high school athletes, but not as many college athletes because they have their own curriculums for their own universities that they follow. But I tend to work with people who just live day-to-day lives in their industry, whatever they may work in. And I meet so many different types of people. Um, you can have people who are ex-military. You can have sales reps. You can have veterinarians, doctors, all different types of people who come for the same purpose, to get fit and to have a healthier lifestyle. And I feel like that's so amazing because you have that sense of commodity, um, community within like the gym environment or the workout and the fitness industry, being able to show up no matter what your profession is, no matter what your lifestyle is, people are able to show up and have have the same goal to you know get healthier and with that I also work as a group class instructor at Johnny O's Manasium. fabulous gym by the way I think it's absolutely amazing it's an indoor outdoor gym facility located in Boca Raton um, the only indoor outdoor gym in Boca Raton we have a 40 meter long turf field in the back we have outside lifting equipment it's absolutely amazing and that's one of the main reasons why i choose to train my clients there because no matter rain or shine you can still work outside you can still have that outdoor feel and so many of my clients love that because you know you have to realize that the gym environment is not for everyone it's not something that everyone enjoys being in um i know especially as like a woman it can be very intimidating walking into this place and having all these big strong people doing their workouts and all these other things and if you come in not really knowing what you want to do or not know the techniques in order to do things properly it can be very intimidating place and so I definitely understand that as well like there's some of my clients I train at the park some of my clients I train you know in fields um, away from the gym environment because that is where they're comfortable because I also know that this is not for everyone I like to lift weights and lift heavy and all these other things but that's not everyone's form of fitness and when it comes to your own fitness journey something that I always tell people I meet or some of my clients is find a type of fitness that you enjoy doing whether it be golfing swimming biking dancing hiking literally anything that gets you moving find that and use that as a way to start your fitness journey because if you don't like going to the gym If you don't like working out, you're not going to be consistent. You're not going to stay with it. But if you do something that you love as a way to get your fitness in for the day, you're going to be consistent. You're going to stick with it. And the, you know, the challenge and the intimidation of starting your workout journey will lessen. and You'll become more comfortable. So thank you, everyone, for joining us for um, joining us today. Again, I'm your host, Ray Phillips, and I hope everyone has a great rest of their evening. Along the sun-drenched beaches of Boca Raton lies Amp2Media. We strive to bring rising stars and their fantastic work into the spotlight. From music to art, we have the tools and the talent you need to help you reach the next level. Amp2Media is proud to announce our new scoring platform for reality shows, movies, and videos. We have the ability to highlight music according to what the eye sees on the screen. Our excellent mastery of music allows us into the deepest part of your film. Our different sounds allow your film work to come to life. For more information, call our studios at 866-224-5422 or visit our website at amp2.tv. Let Amp Media Productions bring your media to life. Have you been injured in a car accident, slip and fall, or through the negligence of another? The lawyers at Shane M. Farnsworth, PA, have over 40 years of combined experience representing injured individuals and their families. Call us today at 561-372-8337 for a free case evaluation and the answers to your legal questions. Were you injured in an accident that wasn't your fault? 
Don't let the insurance companies take advantage of you. Contact us now to learn about your options and to protect your rights. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. I'm your host now, Joshua Martin. Um, I'm another graduate from Lynn University, uh, graduating two weeks as well. Uh, I'm just going to tell you about my experience. Uh, probably give you little tips on computer animation for all the uh, students that are going into that. Um, but yeah, uh, so I started out uh, doing digital stuff in high school, and I knew I wanted to do something with art and technology and mix them together. I didn't know it was a thing until I found out about Photoshop and Illustrator, which is kind of bizarre, but I only found out about that stuff really in high school, you know? And then uh, there was a school that looked to me called DMAC, Digital Media Arts of College. Uh, the school's no more because Lynn bought them out, actually, and that's what really helped me out to go to Lynn and um, pursue my career there. The teachers there, amazing. Alex Duque, Mike Sintowski, Kevin, everyone, all great teachers. Uh, they taught me everything that you could know. Um, <laughs> now I'm starting to blink out a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, and the freshman year, you got to start out just, it's hard work. But if you really like it, you just have to put your mind and uh, to do it, really. You just have to sit down and just draw every day. Um, anatomy is a huge thing in just rigging and animation, learning how each muscle moves, how the joints move. Um, animation Survival Kit, the book, you have to get it. And it's a, basically a necessity for all animation people to study up on. Rigging, rigging. Um, you're gonna learn a lot. You're gonna learn how to model. You're gonna learn how to rig. You're gonna learn how to animate. Um, a lot of people tend to choose between modeling and animation, but I would not forget about rigging. Rigging is a huge, huge, huge important thing to learn about, especially if you want to go animation. Rigging is learning about the skeleton system, um, because when people model characters, it, when you bring it into the application, all they're gonna do is just sit still, and then you're not gonna know how to move it. What the riggers do, they go into it and put the bones into each um, joint, basically. So there will be joints on the shoulder and then a little circle that the animator can move to make the arm move and all that. Um, so rigging, you have to learn how to do that if you want to do animation. It's a big necessity. For modelers, uh, learn topology, all that stuff. And if you're doing animation, you're terrible at topology, learn, learn how to model. <laughs> <laughs> learn how to model anyways. Um, if you're bad at it, learn, do it anyways. It's, it's something that you can, it's a skill that you're probably not good at, but it's really good to uh, build on. Um, drawing every day, uh, it's, it's a major. And one thing I've noticed that it kind of sucks, but it kind of helps out too, is if you take away everything, and focus on school, that's the only thing that's gonna work. If you take away your friends, take away uh, your relationships, all that, and focus on school your last year, and that's what I did, but I did it on my last month, and my last month was probably my best month of school, my best work, everything, but I took away everything and focused only on my animation work. And if you wanna be the best at what you do, you have to get rid of everything and focus on that one specific thing because that's what is going to drive you for the next 30 years. That's going to be your career. That's what you chose to do and that's what you choose to love to do for the next, for your life basically. So if you want to be good at it, you have to get rid of everything and just practice, 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 as bad as it sounds. Um, even on days when you don't want to practice, just practice. There could be something else. There could be tutorials on YouTube that you can watch that might be fun. I mean, it's it's really fun to do, honestly. Uh, once you get the learning curves out of the way, it's a fun thing. Uh, what I, I'll say what I do is I just go home, put some music on, get some reference videos, and just practice my animation, practice my walk cycles, practice my run cycles. Um, and it's just the more you practice, the more you get better at what you do. And play so, yeah, I play guitar too. Uh, I've been doing that for 15, 16 years. It, it's the most fun thing ever. I mean, music is 
It's 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 amazing. Music is amazing. It's hard to. I don't know. I'm terrible at speaking. What do you, what do you draw? <laughs> I draw. Um, I love old comic book style art. Heavy, thick border lines. Um, very flat color um, artwork. That that artwork is just beautiful to me. Old Marvel comics. The very action poses. The very yeah. <laughs> Everything. And you bring them to life. <laughs> yeah, and you bring them life, yeah. Yep. I think I found out freshman year of high school because I've always wanted to do something. If, if it was not animation, it would have been graphic design. If it wasn't graphic design, it would have been architecture. It would have to be something digitally because this the, the new world is all technology, technological. So if you can learn all the applications or yeah learn as many applications on as you can learn on computers because the computers are taking over the world <laughs> and it's a true thing and speaking of which um, if you're doing animation and all that learn how to program especially Python it is going to help you out so much especially have I have the certification for Python hopefully it helps me out I really think it will help you out it will save a lot of time because you can take uh, scripts um, and you can sell scripts basically that you create, uh, which is just little coding segments that um, can make, uh, say you have a walk cycle and you don't want to repeat that walk cycle for however long the person walks. You can take that little script and just uh, copy and paste and copy and paste and you don't have to do that animation, uh, setting keys for the animation which take a long time, but yeah, learning how to write code in Python, it's a big booster, and it'll help you a lot. Why do you like Lynn University? Uh, Lynn University is a great school. Uh, what I like most about it is that it has 18 people most to a classroom, instead of FEU, which has probably, what, 200 people in a classroom. I, I would not be able to deal with that, so having that one-on-one -on -one interaction in the small classrooms with the teacher is absolutely amazing. I mean, you can't beat it. Um, the foods there is amazing. Like I said, the teachers there are amazing. The staff there is amazing. Uh, with COVID, they did an amazing job with it, um, cleaning the classrooms, making sure there was like a 30-minute separation between each class to clean out the classroom, clean down the desk, clean down the chairs, and everything, make sure it's ready for the next class to come in. Um, I want to just uh, design, animate, I mean, whatever, wherever my career takes me. Um, I applied to the internship at EA Madden. Hopefully they look at it and see my resume. Hopefully they think it's all good and all that. Um, but yeah, the, the animation world, it's, it's coming up. It's going to be a big thing, hopefully, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I said, because everything is becoming technological and all that, and there's designs everywhere, advertisements everywhere. Um, so just learning how to get that creative side out and designing stuff for people, it's, it's not a lot of people can do it, but if you can do it, it's fun to do. We talked about companies after COVID. Mm -hmm. How can they use your skills so one thing with COVID and the animation world is everything has gone remote and it's been really nice and it's I haven't been in the industry yet but um, it seems like it's working a lot because I don't want to travel to California for Pixar but if Pixar would hire me I'd love to work for Pixar and they're doing uh, starting to do remote workers so I can be stay here in Boca and work for Pixar in California, and it, it's I think that's just amazing, being yeah, able to work for them. It, it's a huge plus, yeah, and huge plus. It to... um, it's it's kind of hard because all these big animation jobs and modeling and three D software jobs they're obviously out in California, and it's hard to travel to a new state. Um, and just to check it out, really. But I mean, with um, Zoom and with these remote workers, it's it makes things a little easier just to work from home because all you really need is your computer. And yeah. Cost effective too. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's very less. Yep.
Hard question. Okay. What separates you from the other 17 members of your class? It, um, it, it all goes back to how much work you put in, really. Um, if you put all your time and effort into what you do, you're going to get the best outcome back. That's really what I can say. So I try to put in my full heart into what I do all the time. When you started Lynn versus now, if you knew then what you know now, what would you tell your four-year-ago self? I would say... <laughs> Uh, just focus on just focus on school, really. Uh, things will come later in life. The the girlfriend, the money, everything else will come later in life. Just focus on school right now. Do the best work you can absolutely create, and the the people out there will see it. And just start networking. Networking at a very 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 or as as a freshman, starting your online portfolio as a freshman is a huge huge plus. Getting your name out there and networking, thats it's hard to do. But if you start at a very, um, as a freshman, once you start to graduate, it'll be much easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am now we're going to take a commercial, a quick commercial break. I'll be, we'll be back. Along the sun-drenched beaches of Boca Raton lies Amp2 Media. We strive to bring rising stars and their fantastic work into the spotlight. From music to art, we have the tools and the talent you need to help you reach the next level. Amp2 Media is proud to announce our new scoring platform for reality shows, movies, and videos. We have the ability to highlight music according to what the eye sees on the screen. Our excellent mastery of music allows us into the deepest part of your film. Our different sounds allow your film work to come to life. For more information, call our studios at 866-224-5422 or visit our website at amp2.tv. Let Amp Media Productions bring your media to life. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power, a platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions, a voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have a platform you deserve to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 55312. That's C-A-F-E to 55312. Or call us at 866-224-5422. Your voice can make a difference. Welcome back to Tell Us Your Bees. Um, as you can guess, I'm another graduate at Lynn University. My name is Carla Osa. I graduated from Lynn last year. And the time I was at Lynn, I think it was one of the most amazing ones in my life. It was actually really, really long. Um, to start from the beginning, I'm originally from Colombia. I moved to the United States in 2004. And that's when I went to the intensive English program at Lynn University. I was able to get into the university that right after. 
and I transferred my credits that I started in communication back in Colombia, transferred to Lynn University. And I was a full-time student there. I was also working as an international fashion model and my career took off overnight, pretty much. And I was always in a plane. Teachers there were amazing. And thanks to them, I was able to be like where I am right now and graduated because I was never in class. They knew I wasn't just skipping classes. They helped me being able to just go to their office, take the classes, the tests, everything needed at different times in front of them. And, and that's how I got here. Uh, at some point, actually, I needed my traveling got so bad, I was never home. <laughs> I, I, I would spend two or three nights in my own bed. The rest of the time I was in Europe, South Africa, back to the States for a day or two, and then back in the plane overseas. And that's when I said, I can't do this anymore. It was really wearing me down. I was getting sick. I ended up in the hospital a couple of times, overworked. And that's when I said, I need to pause something. Obviously, making money wasn't the right <laughs> the decision to stop. So I stopped studying for about five years, six years, and modeling just kept taking off. I did some of the most amazing brands worldwide. I worked a lot with German clients in South Africa. I was being able to travel the world. I not only for free, but actually getting paid. I got to see the most beautiful places, the most beautiful beaches, to meet amazing people on the way. The cultures, I actually regretted not paying attention in my social studies <laughs> in high school because being able to see the seven wonders in the world and, I mean, all this history, especially in countries in Europe, and understanding where things come from, that somebody was standing here 2,000 years ago and knowing what happened, and I was standing right there for free, getting paid and smiling for the camera. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, and then fast forward uh, 10 years, seven years later, I got pregnant for, with my daughter, and that's when I said, it's time to go back to school. And I joined the university again in the online program and I was able to finish my classes and finally graduated last year. So <laughs> it took me quite some time, but I'm really happy because another school probably wouldn't have given me the support that Lynn University did. And as a fashion model that, I mean, there's a lot of misconceptions about it. People think that you just need to show up early in the morning, get pretty hair and makeup done and smile for the camera and that's it. But that's not how it is. Uh, there's actually a lot involved in modeling. Um, you need to be always on time. Call times are usually between five, six in the morning for hair and makeup. So you are ready to shoot once the song comes out. And you need to, it doesn't matter if you just came from the other side of the world, if you slept the night before, or if you, or if you have problems in your life, you got to show up completely rested and professional with a smile on your face and giving the image that the client wants from you. And once the shoot starts, there's a lot of waiting around, whether it's for the photographer to get the light ready or fixing hair and makeup, pinning the clothes behind you. There's a lot of sitting and waiting. There's a lot of patience involved. That's why you usually see the models with a book or an iPhone on their hands because there is a lot of time to waste. And if you're not working, then you are actually going to castings. Castings are pretty much like going to the meat market. I like this one. I don't like this one. It's pretty sad actually to see especially the young models going to those castings because they can be, they, they, they take things very personal at that age. And you see 15 years old coming out of the casting almost with tears in their eyes, thinking I'm horrible, I'm fat, or I'm too skinny, I'm ugly, I'm not good for this, and seeing their, I, I mean, everything going downhill in their heads, it's, it's really sad. You'd really need to develop a th tough skin in this business, not take absolutely anything personal. And my biggest advice will be to not do it alone. Make sure you have someone, if it's not family, which is someone that will really care for you. 
uh, find a good agency, an agency that will really take care of you as a person, not only your business. And, and yeah, that, that'll be my biggest advice. I personally started modeling when I was nine years old because my dad owned a clothing company for kids, so I was <laughs> his little model. And then when I was 12, I grew too much. I was horrible. <laughs> I really was really, really ugly. My hands grew first, and it's a really big hand. And my arms were super long. I looked like E.T. walking. It was horrible. So I stopped modeling for a couple of years. I started again when I was 15. And before I left Colombia, I was able to do pretty much the biggest jobs I could have done in Colombia, the biggest fashion uh, clothing companies, the biggest swimsuit companies, lingerie, fashion shows. I was able to walk for designers like Carolina Herrera, Oscar de la Renta, and I mean, many others, Baglinishka. And, and then I moved to the United States and it, it just moved that South American career, just moved overseas completely, the United States and Europe. And as I said before, I was always in a plane. I'm so thankful for everything I was able to learn in this career. Um, yeah, uh, Lynn University was big part of, of who I am right now because not only they gave me all the tools in my communications career to be able to to stand right now in front of you guys and tell you my story and how I started, where I'm going. But today that I just finally graduated, it's also a little bit bittersweet because I love my modeling career and how far I've gone throughout the years. But now that I have an actual degree in my hands, I love to put some use to it. But I'm in the middle of deciding which way to go. I have too many options. I love journalism. I love broadcasting and film. I also love the editing and production part of, of this entertainment industry. So I don't know. I'm in the middle of deciding. And I'm thankful to Ling University to open up all those opportunities. Thanks to them, I got to meet Don and Freddie uh, two weeks ago in the fair the employment fair that they did and and here i am i took this amazing opportunity to sit and tell my story tell you what modeling involves and it also involves a lot, a lot of eating <laughs> people think that models don't eat people think models are not allowed to do a lot of things but we actually have a lot of fun we just don't tell <laughs> that's the reality. I mean, of course, I love burgers and I love ribs and I love all the stuff. We just don't tell. And then the next day we may overwork ourselves at the gym. <laughs> or if there's a, a swim shoot coming up or lingerie shoot coming up, then maybe obviously I'm not going to have the burger, but we do live a good life. And it's worth it. It's worth it for all those people out there that are always thinking they, they love to get into modeling. It's not easy. It's not a glamorous life that people think it is, but it is worth it. You get so many opportunities um, to travel, to work, to meet people, to make friends and connections in life. Um, it has changed a lot with the pandemic. Now with the influencers, uh, trying to get on the Instagram and take over our job. It's completely different, but it has definitely affected. People expect you to be able to do the job on your own. They don't want to pay for a makeup artist or for the photographer. They pretty much want you to do the whole package yourself. It has gotten to that point, so which is really sad because it's not as glamorous anymore, but it's really worth it. Just don't forget, make sure you are mentored properly and you find yourself uh, an agency that is going to protect you, especially if you're going to start at a very young age. Thank you so much for joining me today in this section of the Lean University Hour. And I'll see you next time.
If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power, a platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions, a voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have a platform you deserve to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 55312. That's C-A-F-E to 55312. Or call us at 866-224-5422. Your voice can make a difference. Have you been injured in a car accident, slip and fall, or through the negligence of another? The lawyers at Shane M. Farnsworth, PA, have over 40 years of combined experience representing injured individuals and their families. Call us today at 561-372-8337 for a free case evaluation and the answers to your legal questions. Were you injured in an accident that wasn't your fault? Don't let the insurance companies take advantage of you. Contact us now to learn about your options and to protect your rights. Hi, I'm Nelson Malik, and uh, I'm currently a student at Lynn University. Uh, I'm studying healthcare uh, administration as my major and teaching as my minor. Uh, both look quite interesting to me, and I think I'm going to be joining uh, both industries or jobs at some point. But uh, I'd like to talk about an uh, internship or organization that I just uh, had the privilege of working with in the past uh, three, four months called Macy Movement. Uh, essentially what uh, I've been doing with them is I've been uh, learning about what they do in storytelling through things like social media platforms and uh, fundraising events. Uh, a lot of uh, the uh, jobs I've had to do with them is uh, outreach and helping them get their voice out. And to back up, what they uh, do is uh, they provide community and resources to off-grid communities uh, in Nicaragua. Uh, they uh, get confused sometimes with uh, people I talk to, like, oh, you give them, like, uh, food, water, money, different kind of resources. Uh, a lot of what we focus on in Macy is we teach them skills uh, so that they can uh, stand on their own two feet, more like a uh, hand up than a, a hand out. Uh, in the past uh, year working with them, um, I've been able to learn about the amazing projects been done, like the Basra project, where they've been teaching the women in the uh, off-grid community how to make paper out of uh, entirely out of recycled trash. And through that, they're able to uh, sell that and distribute that around their community. And by doing that, they're able to provide uh, money for their families, kids, and keep their community going in general. Um, at first, I thought that was such a crazy idea to be able to turn trash into paper and then into money, but uh, I was lucky enough to go down to Nicaragua and see the work done right in front of me in person and actually get to partake in it. Um, I sat down with the women, seeing uh, how they did their work, how they made the paper, and uh, what they thought about the organization that was... Uh, helping them learn all these skills. It was really amazing to see them uh, sit down in this circle and uh, listen to the uh, uh, head of the committee talk about how uh, the work that they do doesn't just help them, but help the environment uh, that we all live in. And I remember uh, someone who I was working with, Robert, uh, talked about how uh, trash can s stay around for hundreds of years and uh, affects the uh, world so poorly and they were blown away. They were a very off-grid community. They weren't informed of a lot of this stuff. So uh, this seemed like mind-boggling to them. Uh, so it was at that moment where I realized I feel like I'm in this completely different world, uh, seeing this, not just a different community, but a different lifestyle, um, people who see everything differently from 
what they wake up to do when they go to sleep, what's their priorities throughout the day. Uh, it became this incredible experience, not just in Nicaragua. Um, while I was working with their social media, uh, I would hear about what they did uh, on the ground that week, and I'd be like, oh, this week uh, Macy Movement has made a great milestone by a, uh, being able to color their paper or distribute uh, paper in much greater quantities in different sizes. Uh, and I th was uh, blown away by the news every week, but... Uh, when I really went down there and saw it in person, it was something different because a lot of the people in that community, especially the people in, uh, especially the women in the Basra uh, program, talked to me about what do the uh, uh, people who read the Instagram posts or social media posts think uh, when they hear about us. And uh, I tell them they're intrigued, uh, they're amazed that you're able to um, flip something that's uh, most people would see as, well, obviously garbage, but uh, its use has worn out, can't be used anymore. And then you turn into something that keeps your family happy and healthy and keeps everyone smiling. And uh, it felt kind of amazing to uh, be a part of someone's life like that. And uh, as I was uh, leaving the village uh, of Congrejo, I remember thinking, uh, this community is going to keep itself going because of um, the skills that uh, they've been able to be taught and made me realize that I've worked with a couple of like uh, nonprofits, food distributors uh, or food banks and different kind of organizations like that. And I realized this Macy movement is something else. It doesn't uh, help someone keep going for the day. They keep them going for as long as they can. They teach them the skills that'll last them an entire lifetime or more because of the kids that get to get the proper education because of the money that they're making. Um, during the um, last couple weeks of uh, the internship, I was uh, writing up last couple stories um, and then I realized a lot of my uh, posts or a lot of the storytelling I did in uh, the fundraisers or the events or the posts, obviously, they were becoming more intimate, becoming uh, more uh, as if I was actually s sitting there. And um, I then realized, okay, this is something else. I uh, was writing about um, stories that I had in no way uh, correlated with. I was trying to empathize with the people who were actually uh, being in Congrejo, helping uh, the women and children learn these new skills, um, helping their education program grow. Uh, now I had actually seen it. I would uh, helped make the paper. I was just like running around that day like, oh my God, look what I made. Look at the paper. Um, and then I was like, okay, wow. <laughs> I wish I had gone earlier. Um, these uh, That trip definitely did a number on me because I don't think I'll ever be able to I uh, think the same of the people around me ever the same ever again because I'll, I now realize that uh, each person has this different lifestyle and different way of viewing the world. And uh, one thing that my uh, boss, Victoria, told me about uh, while working with Macy is that uh, we don't just teach skills. We discover what it means to be human. And uh, I always wondered how that uh, correlated with the work that was being done in Congrejo. Um, to me, it was just amazing that all this was happening. Uh, turning uh, trash into paper was something I didn't think was possible until then. Uh, by the time I got back, uh, everyone was like, where'd you go for the last couple of days? And I'm like, oh, I got a couple of stories to tell you. And I told them about the great uh, experience I had in Congrejo. But uh, as a college student, um, uh, before going on that trip, I felt quite burnt out. It was my sophomore year. Tests were rolling in. Uh, we ended the semester, so finals was crazy. Um, I didn't realize that uh, uh, working with people and helping uh, fuel their, say, economy or uh, helping their community grow actually did uh, a uh, did a reaction to me, which made me feel like. I wasn't tired anymore. I felt like, I thought that I just needed to sleep more, but nah, that 
uh, experience made me feel more motivated, uh, more happy, more, I helped uh, put something better into the world. Um, so uh, working with Macy, not just the fundraisers, where I got to uh, talk about these uh, amazing stories and amazing people who were doing work that I didn't think were possible, uh, like say a year or two ago, uh, became this whole experience that I'm so grateful f to Macy for giving me. I'm so grateful for Lynn for setting me up with this amazing internship. Um, if I hadn't uh, joined Macy, I'm not sure what the rest of my uh, school year at Lynn would have looked like. Um, the whole uh, internship kind of changed my perspective, and I was only expecting something like, oh, I'll do an internship, I'll uh, learn some skills with uh, social media and learn some things to do with uh, marketing and how to advertise for events, but I learned things that I was not expecting to uh, uh, come away with. Uh, I learned about how uh, the community can adapt, can grow, and uh, <laughs> landing uh, in the, uh, when we arrived in the uh, village for the first time, my uh, boss, Victoria, pulled me, pulled us over and said, okay, so here's the thing. If you don't speak Spanish, I need you to understand that um, it might be difficult to communicate or have a connection uh, from time to time. But if you struggle with that, just smile. That's the best thing you can do. And that might be the best sentence I'm ever going to take away from uh, any uh, any school-related anything, really. Um, that trip, that whole internship did a number on me, and uh, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to forget that. But uh, because of it, I'm happy that I was able to meet those people in the village. I'm happy that I was able to uh, meet everyone I worked with in Macy. And uh, overall, uh, I can't wait to see him again and start working with him again soon, hopefully. Um, so, uh, so my name is Nelson Malik. Thank you so much for joining us in uh, Lynn University Hour, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. This has been Tell Us Your Business, where a special guest comes on every week and tells us what they do. All shows can be seen on amp2.tv, and if you wish to be a guest, call 866-224-5422 and tell us about your business. That's 866-224-5422. This has been an amp2.tv production.